I'm Tom Zalatni, executive producer of the Upford Network and host and producer of Up for Discussion, a podcast about great food and the people who love to make and eat it. But wait, isn't Up for Discussion a comedy podcast? It sure was, but things change. It's a food show now, and it's a very, very good food show. Every week, I dig into a different ingredient, dish, meal, or cuisine with help from friends and guest experts who know way more about this stuff than I do. Do you like food? Of course you do. You're a person. So you will like this show. Go listen to it. Wherever you get your podcasts. Up for discussion. It's a food podcast now. Brought to you by the Upford Network. Some good friends, friends of mine, talk to them all the time. Some good friends on my show, who are they? Soon you'll know. Hello and welcome back to Some Good Friends. I'm Stefan, your host of this show that you're listening to. And we are coming up on one year of uh, being inside of Panny. And isn't that exciting? It's just flown by the whole thing, all almost 12 months of it. Well, at least in Montreal, uh, March 6th is the, I believe, the day we went into, or the day I went into lockdown. I was about six days early, I think, because uh, I was freaking out. And then uh, the city announced it on March 12th. Uh, the plan for that, uh, planning a big uh, special anniversary episode uh, to celebrate that more details on that to come or it's just going to come out we'll see who knows um but we're not here to talk about the lockdown even though it will probably come up we're recording this uh on the cusp of curfew curfew eve if you will uh 15 minutes before montreal shut down or is curfew 7 30 or is it 8 i don't even know i'm a bad citizen but i'm not going outside i never go outside i haven't left my house for days Whew, this is turning into like a conspiracy rant or something. Let's talk to some friends of mine. Uh, let's get going with that, because that's what the show is. So, uh, you know what? Let's start with the first one. Please welcome to the show my good friend, Edward Plot. Welcome, Ed. Hello. Hi. How, how are you doing, Ed or Edward? I always it's, it's Edward. Edward Plot, two Ds, uh, two, two Ts. T- two Ds as well? Yes, in Edward. Okay, two D's in Edward, two T's in Plot, a, two, a double D. Yes, double D. how are you, Stefan? Uh, well, clearly from the intro, uh, freaking out, I guess. But uh, I want to know what you've been up to for the last uh, year, I guess. Yes, well, believe it or not, we've been very busy at uh, Plot and Sons, artisanal diorama cabana. Uh, I didn't think it would be a boom time for us, but we're doing well. And... Plot and Sons, Edward. Uh, say that again for me. Oh, Just... Plot. Yes, Edward Plot. I'm the uh, owner operator of Plot and Sons Artisanal Diorama Cabana. Diorama, Diorama Cabana. A real mouthful. I love it. So you you work with your sons. Oh, I'm, that's, I get that a lot, Stefan. I'm actually one of the sons. My father, Edward Sr., started the business, and uh, I now run it. And uh, my brother, Eustace, is a disgrace. So... Oh, okay. Uh, not uh, pulling any punches there about Eustace. I think we'll get into that in a, in a bit, but let's talk about, first of all, what's the uh, artisanal diorama panorama, uh, fuck, artisanal diorama cabana does? Well, we, have you ever, let me ask you this, Stefan, have you ever been to a small town like an Erie, Pennsylvania, or like a West Erie, Pennsylvania, and they have a little historical society museum? Have you ever been to something like that? I mean, I've been to small towns, not either of those small towns, but I, I think I'm picturing the right thing. And you, and you go into the little craft museum or, or monument to some local member of history and, and you see a, a model, a scale model, well, a diorama really, of the museum building in which you stand. That's the kind of work we do. Okay, of the building that I'm standing in. We do, we do custom dioramas for anyone who's interested. We do a whole series on historical events, and we do uh, quite a bit for Hollywood, uh, marking famous moments from cinema history. Okay, so, so you're not uh, making scale models for movies to be, for instance, exploded for special effects. You are making 
dioramas of famous cinematic moments. Yes, and I should say we actually, uh, it's best if we don't call it a model. Uh, they are dioramas. Uh, there, there is a difference. So, And I know this is something that uh, I've said accidentally before, and you've kind of uh, poo-pooed it, but what is the difference between a model? And a model? Well, I mean, poetically, you know, what is a model? It's just a miniaturization of life. And a diorama is something wherein one compresses the infinite stardust of existence into a precious gem of momentary experience. Okay. Wow. Also, the term model is copyrighted and protected by, uh, by a professional organization that I'm no longer a part of. So legally, I also can't say that. Okay. Would it be accurate to say that a diorama is composed of models? I've never thought about it quite in those terms, Stefan. Just a, it's a combination of models with a uh, an added sprinkling of stardust, as you say. That's quite beautiful. Oh, thank you. I can be an artisanal poet, too. Uh, I do have a question. What is this professional organization that you have been banned? Oh, don't get me started, Stefan. This is Nam Dam, <laughs> the uh, North American Association of Model Designers, Appreciators, uh, and manufacturers, NAMDAM. Okay, so N-A-A-D-A-M. N-A-A-M-D-A-M, yes. I was a member. I'm no longer a member. I've gone on my own. I make dioramas. It's... Okay, and what what happened? Because I, I know you were a member for a long time. What, what happened to get you asked that? Well, at that time, they asked me to make a series of historical models, then, of famous moments in history. And they didn't okay. like the way I went about it. Oh, what moments in history? In well, they came to me. They said, Plot, you're the best damn young model rookie we've got. Make us something uh, of the signing of the Declaration of Independence. We want a, mm. mo we want a model of, mm. of the moment of the signing of the Declaration of Independence. And instead, I made a diorama about Constance uh, Flack, the goose quill apprentice who made the quills with which it was signed. And uh, they didn't think that was relevant. Mm. Okay, interesting. So you kind of, uh, you put your own spin on it. Well, I think Constance uh, Flack is just as important to history, but apparently they didn't think so. And, and that was, they only had one chance in your head, one strike. Well, no, that was the first strike, I'm afraid. And they had me do one on the lunar landing. And hmm. uh, I had read that once there was a mission specialist named uh, Herb Bouvier, who hmm. actually missed the countdown to the lunar landing because he ate a bad shrimp at the party. And so I did something of him homesick and they didn't like that either. So he was, he was homesick during he had the, food poisoning. The, I read lunar, on a Wikipedia wow. page. Yes. Well, interesting. Okay. And, and I, and is this, so if I were to come to you now uh, to plot and sons and say, I'd like a, let's say I'd like a diorama of, um, Oh, I don't know. What's something historical. Um, Putting, putting the cross on top of the mountain in Montreal. Mm. Um, what, would I, what would be your vision for that uh, diorama? Mm. I would, for me, you know, obviously we'd work with you and your family or wh which, whoever's coming to <laughs> it us. Would be, it would be me and my family. Yes, yeah. I assume. Uh, yeah. You know, we do a lot of family business. You know, what do you get mm -hmm. for your mom or dad or your grandfather who has everything? Well, a diorama from a famous diorama. moment in history or from of their course. own life if they want. Mm. We would, if we wanted to make a diorama about the cross, we'd get a sense of your interest. Mm -hmm. We'd get a sense of your favorite part about that uh, famous site in the city. And then we'd go mm -hmm. and we'd take a hard left turn and we'd, we'd, try, to, we'd try to surprise you. Okay, so if I were to ask for this diorama, yes. I would not be seeing a cross. Oh no, 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 no! Yeah, you okay. would be seeing just I'm just spitballing here. You know, mm. nothing set in stone. But imagine a, a, a diorama from the point of view of the Montreal cross oh, on the, the top cross. of the mountain, looking down at a little boy whose ice mm. cream cone has just uh, fallen <laughs> over on okay. Avenue du Parc. I'm mm. just saying. I mean, you say nothing is set in stone. It would. It strikes me that a diorama would never be set in stone. I don't think. Oh no, we use all it. organic materials at Plot and Sons. We try to oh, get authentic. Yes, I might try to scrape off a bit of the cross and use that in. I did mm. a great diorama featuring a scene from Jim Carrey's The Mask that uses okay. most of uh, Mr. Carrey's actual hair for the characters. Oh, oh, that sounds off-putting. 
It was that, uh, and so uh, when we think of the mask, uh, we think of some uh, some great moments. Um, oh shit, I can't think of any off the top. Awuga is that a thing from the mask? His yes. eyes pop out of his head. Yes, uh, believe so- it or not, that was very difficult to sculpt. The Awuga moment that's very popular. Okay, so you actually sculpt- sculpted a moment from the movie instead of. I mean, that doesn't really seem like a hard left. It seems off brand. Well. <laughs> they came to me and they said, we're doing a thing on the French Revolution. We want you to do something about the man <laughs> okay. in the iron mask. And I said, well, uh, I've got an idea for you. That contract didn't go through. Okay, okay. So I guess uh, now we kind of have an appreciation for how you work and your methodology, your philosophy of, of dioramas. Uh, it brings us back to Eustace. Um, I know that you you two were, you know, thick as thieves growing up. Yes, well, yes. And, He's my older brother. I mean, yeah, we should came be close. Into the, came into the business together, Edward 2D's senior, uh, running things. What what happened? What went sour? In a word, Lego. What? Eustace, uh, at a certain point, got a bit of a big head, let's say. Mm. His ego, okay. too large for the mm-hmm. local world of artisanal dioramas. And decided to go get himself a job in Denmark at Lego Corp. He's a corporate man, Stefan. Okay. Now, that's a job that a lot of people really want. Uh, That's a very popular. Is he in a. Why would someone want that job? Uh, I mean, it's uh, there's prestige. You get to work on really cool projects. I I believe they're called. Are they called Imagineers? No, that's a Disney thing. Uh, Master builders from the movie. Um, but well-paying. You get to live in Denmark, which has high taxes but high salaries to match. I mean, this sounds like a good job to me. I don't understand. What you want to go? You want to work in the EU, making child's play things? You want to leave the family oh. business? Take all no, of I... our secret recipes with you? Bring them to the big corporation? Like a sellout, I, like a scab. I, I feel that you're confusing me here with Eustace. I, well, it I mean, seems I'm like not... you know a lot about his great life. I'm just saying that a lot of you know you hear about people going to Ivy Leagues for engineering and then getting scooped up by Lego. Uh, it's just a you know prestigious job. It's it has a, a cachet to it. Yeah. Well, if podcasting doesn't work out, why don't you apply? <laughs> Maybe I will. I mean, podcasting is obviously working out. Well, I know I've... someone who works there. He's head traitor. <laughs> Oh wow! I, I I'm sorry to to harp on this. I don't want to offend you. I mean, you obviously you're my friend, not Eustace. So I, I support. Well, thank you. Support you. It's fine. It just stirs up a lot of old wounds. So uh, you did say that uh, the pandemic has been a very successful time. Are, are a lot yes. of people uh, looking for dioramas? Oh dioramas? yes, yes, yes. Like so, for example, let me just ask you. So you spend a lot of time at home, I gather. Yeah, m- m- yeah, all of it. Yes. And have you been out to uh, your favorite restaurant or a bar or on a vacation recently? Nope. None of the above. Well, the borders are closed. But what if I told you, Stefan, I could bring the world to you? Oh, interesting. What if I told you you could be sitting, having a cup of espresso on the Champs-Élysées tonight in your own home? Interesting. Or or, or on the set of Tom Hanks' Castaway on a tropical island or even in the room where it happened where... Mm. Desiree herself wrote the lyrics to her hit single, You Gotta Be. All these things are possible <laughs> in the world of the diorama, Stefan. Oh, and the thing wow. is, you don't have to own just one. And So we're doing very well. I have I an can... Etsy store. We're doing a lot of movement online. Now, it strikes me with your philosophy. Uh, let's say I'm on your Etsy store and I, and I see a beautiful model uh, from the perspective of someone having a, an espresso on the, the, at the Champs d'Elysees. Excuse my pronunciation. Um, and I ordered that, uh, what would I receive? Well, <laughs> I would say, what's at the heart of this desire? Is this oh, a man okay. who really wants to visit Paris? Or is this a man who longs to go uh, to the uh, Tosca coffee on his local corner? And hmm. I might give you a, an image of a Tosca on Sherbrooke. Oh, okay. And for you, right now, when's the last time you went out for a cup of coffee? That'd be the bee's knees. That's true. I mean, it's, it's been a while. Um, but it sounds like you can you, you have the power to give people a different vacation every night of the week. It's, it's Honestly, it's a dream. When I was a little boy, just getting started, never thought I'd make it big in the world of the dioramas. Uh, I, I just couldn't imagine 
the level of success we've had. Mm-hmm. You know, they say Zoom is doing very well right now. Of course. Am I yeah. allowed to say that? That name? Well, Zoom's doing well. GameStop is doing well. GameStop, AMD exactly. Is doing well. Exactly. And a couple more years of this pandemic, knock on wood, and Plot and Sons <laughs> Artisanal Diorama Cabana could be going public ourselves. Oh, wow. That, I can't. You know what? If anyone tries to short your stock, they're going to hear from me. We're already quite fair. small. Oh, oh, good. Good. So it's hard to short someone who's already small. I see what you're saying. Uh, Edward uh, with two D's and Plot with two T's. It's been great to talk to you. Uh, please stick around. I'm sure uh, our other guests are, are revving a take uh, vacations in their own home. Um, but uh, we, have to, we have to talk to my next friend on the show. It's that time of the show. Um, please welcome to the show my, uh, my she's also an artist uh, and it's in it's in the, her title please welcome Pam the artist welcome Pam hi hi um yeah it's it's kind of kind of weird that I'm here I mean nine months ago I would never have thought that I would be but uh, I guess I've reached that level of fame yeah okay, yeah I mean uh, let's uh, maybe tell uh, tell the listeners how we kind of uh, how this came to be uh, I now mean, that you are well, just fans. like everyone else at the beginning of pandemic you know I made bread and mm-hmm. I just watched TV and I got really bored so I got myself like a, a Wacom tablet and mm. I just started messing around with stuff and making art because that's what you do and uh I started to think that uh, maybe I would do something that would sort of be like a social commentary on on capitalism and stuff. Mm. So I would take actual logos, actual business graphics, and just kind mm-hmm. of manipulate them a little bit. And then people started sending me money and okay. their credit card numbers. And I was just like, okay. Uh, I mean, I don't know where they found me, but... Um, yeah, I just kind of got a bunch of people's money. And then with the Service Canada, you know, with all of the Serb stuff happening, I made like mm. a Service Canada without the E and people kept giving me their social security numbers. And now I have this huge empire. Yeah, it just it makes me want to wake oh. up in the morning and make art. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. So now this is... This is your art. This is the medium you work in, and we we actually met because I um, I was a, the the audience for one of your pieces. I mean, you do a lot of work. You said for Service Canada without the E. Yeah, they well, they they don't know that they they didn't commission. It's it's from from my heart. It's it's mm. not uh, paid. Yeah, but you do make money through your through your. I art. do. Sounds like a lot. Yeah, uh, I've I mean I've got like families emailing me constantly, and and you know. Mm. giving me all their uh, data and I have dates of birth and I have important documents. I've got governments on my case. Um, Yeah. Art art is controversial. Um, I mean, when you see a, when you see a ship or a yacht or a boat, (laughs) any of those three diverse things. Yeah. And you know, like, and you put like the text on the left side of it. Cause I don't know if you know this, but we read in F's. We read that's kind of the shape that the, the eye movements work in. Okay. All right. And uh, I, I added, you know, I added like three L's to the word travel. Um, mm. And I spelled summer with like an, like a Cyrillic character. Um, and uh, I got a couple of people sending me money for probably the total cost of a Royal Caribbean vacation. Wow. Okay. And so I think I made about like $60,000 uh, in about two weeks just from my wow. art. And I was like, wow, this is what it means to put your work out there. Yeah. Yeah. People really love it. I, I, I don't want to toot my own horn. Um, I mean, I do all the time on this podcast, but I do have a Bachelor of Fine Arts from Concordia University. And so when I first came across your piece um, uh, on my phone, this is the legal department of Service Canada. Yeah. Uh, it was such a powerful message to receive. You know, I, I get a call from a number, and there's this guy yelling at me. This is the legal department of Service Canada. Yeah, this art piece is, is amazing, and I had to find you. Well, it, it branched out. I mean, first of all, all my art goes to its designated spot in your inbox folder. It doesn't get lost mm-hmm. with you know, Urban Outfitters ads and stuff. It goes to its specific folder that is. Well, everyone receives it. And I decided to branch out and I I, um, I collaborated with a very uh, well-unknown artist 
Mm. Um, he's still unknown. Uh, he was okay. unable to give to get any um, work through an agent. And unlike you, neither of us have a degree in fine arts. And I think that's mm. what's so spectacular about art is it it comes from the person. It comes from mm. the person and it speaks to the people. So the he has like a really gruff, aggressive voice. And I was like, I can use this. Mm. I can use this. And so I got a phone line, got three or four phone lines. Uh, and we just kind of set him up with a headphone. And I gave him all the numbers that I just kept receiving. All these people wow. who just, and I was like, I'm changing lives. And I mean, here's the thing with art is you get what you put in. Mm. And so when I spend three hours a day on the phone with people, I get three hours worth of money. So if I want to eat tomorrow, I'm going to spend an hour tonight, make 20000 If I want to eat for the next three weeks, I'm going to spend six hours tonight, get 85000 Art comes from the artist and you get you get what you put in. Art comes from the artist and you get what you put in. Now, I didn't realize when I was booking this podcast that I was kind of creating a, uh, a roundtable of artists because we have two artists on the show. And, and I'm wondering if uh, art comes from the artist and you get what you put in resonates with you, Edward. Yes, absolutely. I, I like to put in a little bit of myself and things around my home into every diorama I put in. I, I, I wish I could be netting twenty thousand dollars a week in, in fact mm. pam i think I, I i think i got a voicemail the other day from someone at your artist collective i mean did he say what his name was and what did he sound like it, he sounded like um uh, just a representative from the government that said my social insurance number had expired mm. and I, yes. I had to give them my my credit card and my mother's maiden name that, oh, such a powerful piece. That is our it was most quite moving. It was it, the appeal to the maternal um, figure in your family. It really speaks to people's hearts. It it locks mm. them in. If I was like, your butcher doesn't have your credit card number, you're like, I'm gonna go pay Francois tomorrow. It's fine. When your own mm. mother is brought into a situation, there's a whole psychology behind this. The you raise the stakes, you raise the heartbeats, you raise the money. And it's a very niche market. And uh, I only, believe it or not, I had no social media before this. I recently started an Instagram account. I'm the scam artiste. Oh. I have 6,000 followers and I have one post. What's the post? It just, it's a picture of my hands uh, because oh, okay. anonymity is a big thing. I just, you know, Banksy mm. and me were just, it's a thing. Um, and it's, it's, it's positioned like this, like cupped mm. almost. And I'm receiving your funds, but I'm upholding art. And so that's kind of the message. You do, I mean, you, it's in your Twitter handle or Instagram handle, a uh, scam. Mm. Uh, and, is, and I guess that's uh, from a place of irony. I think it's the place of coincidence. I mean, like oh. I said before, I just, I, I tweak existing things. Art mm. is never uh, created and it's never original. It's always stolen or or replicated and so my coca-cola uh sweatshirts have been mm. like, like they're selling out everywhere um but they have coca-cola with a k okay it's not my fault that people think that that is the actual brand mm. they see the red which i've made a subtle shade lighter and so what do you how do you see it like uh, talking about the cruise uh the, the boats changing the spelling of summer uh, and people think that they've booked a cruise. I assume that they get in touch at some point to scream at you. Um, what? Uh, how do you? How does that fit into the picture of your art? Oh, uh, we don't answer. Um, oh, okay. We don't answer. We can hear the the frequency of their their heartbeat before they they ring us. And so oh. there's a specific um, hertz where it's just you're like panic mode screaming you know you're gonna get an earful so we just redirect the call to one of our other scams which is actually um i don't know if you've ever heard of like the boda boda spa spa in yeah Berlin. i love it well there. well we have something scandinavian but it's 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 called mota mota spa and um it's just a matter of changing the words and we play the same music and it's all sampled and everything i do is borrowed and okay. it's sustainable so mm. it's just a matter of redirecting their experience you're kind of, uh, what are the art terms? Uh, a remixing or a appropriating. Appropriating is not the right term. That has a negative connotation now. Um, there's another word I'm looking for. Reformatting. 
you're taking what's there and you're making it new. You're remastering. It I'm a remastering. Re yeah. Yes. Yeah, we're getting like a director's cut of yeah. these, so of these brands. Kind of like a DJ of branding. Mm. Can, I, Not, can I ask you a question? Yes, of course. I love questions. It's just uh, a couple of weeks ago, I, I received an email from a, a prince, actually, I, I, not to toot my own kazoo, but uh, from a prince. And he said that he wanted to commission a thousand diorama for, yes. his, for his castle. And all he needed was, uh, and I, I get this, all he needed was a check to secure the materials and I would be in business for the rest of the year. Yes, well, we do have several, uh, several nations lending us their royal... Um, royal representatives uh we don't have the queen anymore but we do have a a crown prince was he from nigeria you know him of course he's i was i hung out with him yesterday we were just like shooting the shit and um he mentioned something about a personalized project for the people of his nation i wow don't let the cat out of the bag but that is a good steal a hundred that's it that is amazing that is this is great. Plot and stuff I mean, worldwide. Yeah. Did you did you purchase the artwork, Edward? I mean, well, I sent the check, and I, I think oh, I've sorry. been checking my email. It hasn't gone through yet, but you know, everyone's real busy these days. So, so you yeah. you have the piece. You're a collector now. You're an art collector. Wow. One thing I want to touch on quickly before we move on is that the plural of diorama is also diorama. Well, you know, I was raised in North America, but I was trained at the University of uh, Copenhagen, where there you say diorama. Oh. Here in North America, you say dioramas. Really? And you were really hating on the on the Danish before. Well, and all of a sudden we find out uh, maybe you got a little traitor in your blood too, Benedict Arnold. I just... You, I just don't understand, Stefan, why you want to start this again. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We, we're, uh, we're talking to Pam right now. Uh, but I find it interesting that you did go to school in Copenhagen and uh, we're knocking Eustace so much for choosing to live there. But that maybe is for uh, when you return to the show and we find out how this uh, you know, Nigerian thing went down. Mm. Uh, Pam, I want to know. Uh, every artist has something in the pipeline, something big. Mm. What's the, What's your next uh, big piece? Well, I'm glad you asked. Um, I also am sort of keeping up with the trends of being relevant. So, you know, okay. Service Canada was a thing. Then whatever yeah. the next big thing is, like COVID was a thing. So we had like, we replicated a virus that we sent to people's inboxes. Oh. Um, it was called COVID because, you know, change the word. Um I don't know. I guess uh, we're on the second wave. There's a there's mm -hmm. a there's a new what, mutation of it. So mm -hmm. some big things coming up from for the COVID uh, second wave, COVID two. Um, Wait, were you the were you responsible for the mutation? You, I you... wish I was. I oh. I will be honest. I was like, oh, but I'm not an initiator. I jump on people's right. Path. People pave the way, and I just follow behind. But um, how amazing would that be? Just. Oh. Create a virus, send the world in a tizzy. Just um, everyone's wearing masks. As as artists, we all wish we had created the new strain of of COVID. That's, yeah, uh, but yeah, tired. just uh, you know, that's a thing. The Bernie Sanders thing. Oh, old was man, that you? No, old man in a oh, chair. Okay. I would never. That's just not my brand. But uh, respect. what if you change the mittens? Too easy. Too easy. Too easy. Well, we, we could change. We could change the chair. We could make it, you know, a water slide and just. Yeah. Oh, there you go. There okay. I go. Well, I, I look forward to whatever you think of next. Um, and you know what? I hope it fools me. I hope it. Uh, I I can't wait to. You know, the, the Service Canada thing. I was just so intrigued. I didn't even think about buying in. Uh, and I regret it because I think that art piece slipped through my fingers. But I do look yeah. forward to one day being a collector of of one of your artworks. Well, save your money. Uh, Check your inbox. Well, I, just one quick question before we move on to my next friend. You said if you want to eat tomorrow, you need to make $20,000. Uh, what are you eating? Uber Eats. <laughs> okay, it is expensive. Yeah. It's, it's every time I order from there, I'm like, wow, $19,000. Yeah, and for a like a Mac. Yeah, big Mac, yeah. And the, the tip, Mac. from the tip. Because yeah. it's pandemic. I mean, who's delivering right now, right? Yeah, on a bicycle in the winter? Oh, my goodness. Hope they have those fat tires. Yeah. Pam, it's been a pleasure to talk to you. Likewise. Uh, please, please stick around. I, I, I want to find out if our third guest has seen your art. Uh, so let's uh, let's get him out here. Please welcome to the show, uh, Peter Woolworth. Peter, welcome. Stefan, my man. Can you hear me, first of all? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, for some reason, I can't see the uh, the, 
the vertical lines that are supposed to move, you know, in your voice. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I can see them. They're just very small. They're small, eh? I, yeah, you know, yeah, I'm, you're good. I just want to be heard. Uh, thanks so much. I like that you're very detail-oriented and uh, you're confident in your voice. That's uh, something I like about you, Peter. Uh, to be honest, Stefan, I'm glad you're saying that because I'm, 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 I'm not going to lie. I'm a little nervous, to be honest. My oh. pits are uh, getting a little sweaty and oh, okay. hands are getting a little clammy and heart is palpitating, but I think I'll be okay. okay. I'm in good company. You're in great company. I do encourage honesty, so thank you for bringing that to the table right away. You're uh, this is a safe space. You can say uh, whatever you want here, uh, unless it's something I personally disagree with, in which case I'll I'll come down on you hard like a banshee. Okay. Um, well, but other than that, uh, lady, um, I'm single by choice. But wait, what? What's that? Oh, I I just wanted to say that you know, uh, I'm I'm single by choice. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, doesn't seem at all related to what we were oh. talking about, but please, please tell me, uh, how did you make that choice? What, what were the circumstances leading up to that it's, choice? It's been tough. It's been tough. Uh, have you ever tried dating during a pandemic? You know what I mean? It's already really difficult to find someone that you really connect with. And, uh, just, uh, so, you know, I made the conscious choice. I just mm. want, I just want everyone, the ladies and the gents to know that, I am single, you know, just putting it out there, but mm. not that I was having trouble, you know, there's, you mm. know, I just made the conscious choice to, it's difficult. Let's not, you know, it gets dark at five. We've got a curfew. What are we going to do? So I just wanted to put that out there. And, and, you know, I wanted to preemptively bring that up in case, you know, okay. the inevitable question, Hey, uh, how's your love life? Oh, I mean, you do know about the, uh, the section at the end of the podcast where uh, we do the love life questions. So I guess I, uh, I won't do those questions uh, for you. Because uh, we we've got the full update. You've made the choice to be single, and you're. It seems like you you made that choice from a place of uh, confidence and power, uh, as opposed to a place of desperation and uh, nope. difficulty. Exactly. Uh, so why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, what uh, what you do? Well, uh, so as you know, I, don't let my last name fool you. I get a lot. Of Pete, uh, Peter Woolworths is my full name. Mm. No middle name. Everyone wonders if uh, was that a, was it a choice not to have a middle name or did that just happen to you? It just happened to me. Oh, yeah, wow. I guess my parents just uh, thought my name sounded good without uh, another one in the middle. Uh, okay. So, yeah, do you remember Woolworths? The the store. Yes. Are they not around anymore? I don't believe so. Okay, but you are you are unrelated to I'm Woolworths. Not the, Woolworths related, so. and actually, my great 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 grandfather was uh, one of the masterminds behind Michaels. Oh, okay. And was was his name Michael? Uh, no, it was Peter. Oh, okay. So you're named after your great great grandfather who started the store Michaels. Uh, who's I assume his last name was also Woolworths. Exactly. Um, and I guess it makes. I always pictured Woolworths as being like Woolworth was the person, and the, it was a possessive S. But your does your name have an apostrophe S at the no, end? No, it's an S, and some a lot of people omit it, so it's not a silent S. Yeah, that you you see a silent S so much in in English. Exactly. <laughs> Very common. Uh, I don't believe. I mean, we we went on that tangent. I don't believe we got to what you do. Okay. Uh, well, so let's let's get into that. That's another touchy subject. So oh, you know, okay, good. I don't want to turn this into a therapy session. So my love life, you know, it, there's a pandemic going on. So love life and then career, you know what I mean? Uh, but anyway, I I was a sommelier by trade. Uh, okay. If you can imagine, that's clearly an industry that's been suffering slightly. Mm. Maybe not in the States because they're going wild and crazy. Not really. Uh, they're not too strict there, are they? No. Uh, restrictions are loose, they if are. you will. Loose. Yeah. Loosey-goosey, especially in Florida. Got some pals in Florida making uh, tons of guacamole, if you will. Uh, mm. Going out to restaurants. No one's wearing a mask. Staying out till two in the morning. Now, I assume that these are sommelier pals. And from the uh, videos and the social media I see about Florida, the types of people flaunting the restrictions don't seem, and I don't want to judge too harshly, they don't seem like the types of people who would use a sommelier. Mm. Oh, what are you... Uh... <laughs> I just see a lot of people, uh, you know, in the streets, they're yelling, they're talking about uh, how drunk they are, and they're just going to dance, and COVID is a hoax, and 
you know, uh, waiting for drops from Q, et cetera, et cetera. And these don't seem like wine people. I've met some wine people in my well, day. Stefan, I don't want you to uh, paint every Floridian with the same same brush, first of all. Um, okay. But I will say that uh, I, as a sommelier, it's my job, I feel, to um, get every sort of person, every type of person onto wine. So that's why we've got okay. box wine. We got wine mm-hmm. coolers. We got red wine. We got white wine. We got rosé. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot or, of orange, orange wine, sparkling oh, wine. That's right. Uh, strong wine. wine, port. Exactly. All of these are different types exactly. of wine. Uh, all right. So, I mean, I guess at least you've had a lot of time to try wines at home. I have. And uh, it gets a, little, uh, gets a little lonely. So my wine bottle keeps me company. Um, oh, okay. But but you are happily single, and you've chosen to be single. That's right. Thank you. Yes. Thank. I course. really appreciate you uh, chiming in and 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 reminding the audience of of that fact. Mm. Mm-hmm. So I I will say uh, I I've been rethinking you know my career. I don't know how long this lockdown is going to happen. Uh, I try to I I love movies. I don't know if you knew that about me. I'm a movie lover. I'm a movie oh. uh, person. So. I thought that I could get into making wine for movies. You, do you ever see those scenes where they're sipping wine? That that's not actually wine that they're drinking. No, that's fake fake wine. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. And, and so you want to make the fake wine for movies? Exactly. I, my understanding is it's uh, usually kind of just water with uh, food coloring in it. Yeah, but where are they getting that from? They need <laughs> okay. To buy that. <laughs> I want to start a line. Because you know what? Movies are not on hold. And, and God bless them. We need that entertainment right now if we need anything. So, uh, you know, uh, actors and uh, are, are, are busy on movie sets. And uh, this is where I come in. Now, I, I'm, I'm sensing an opportunity here. Um, we have someone who wants to make fake wine. We have a scam artist on the podcast. Uh, and we have someone who makes diorama, plural, of movies now this seems like a dream team for what you want to do yeah i think we should all exchange emails and uh see if we can uh join forces and make something happen this i you took the words right out of my mouth i've recently been commissioned to make a diorama in honor of sandra o's birthday oh and I, i i assume we're all thinking the same thing Sideways. Sideways. Yes. I'm wondering, Peter, do you make a small wine? Do you make a, a tiny bottle? Mm. Uh, do I make a tiny bottle? Uh, you know, I do. I do. It's approximately three inches. Perfect. That, that's perfect. And, I, and I'm and i great at labels. I can take a real, a real label and just fake it up for you. Oh, and uh, we've got a product. And so- I have a miniature model of Paul Giamatti, so... <laughs> I love that ginger man. Um, is is that from your work, uh, Edward, or or I you just have that? A few of those around the house. Okay. Just in Great. Oh, I'd love to Great. buy one off you if uh, we can chat after this uh, this podcast. Um, we'll have to brainstorm later on and discuss a uh, a name for uh, for this venture. What do you say? Yeah. I mean, let's uh, let's go around the horn right now and and see what kind of names we can come up with. My my first one, uh, I think, uh, is solid gold. Uh, miniature movie wine dioramas. I like that. Sold. I was just thinking you change one letter in the word wine, and so you have W Y N E. So it's ooh. It's like then you're getting that that fire festival crowd. Yeah, like yeah. <laughs> like wine. Yes. Yeah, and uh, and Edward, do you have a, a suggestion? Oh, I was just thinking something that captured, you know, something we all have in common, like artistry or uh, being mm. single. Mm. Now, oh, I guess we didn't discuss that for the other two guests. Edward and Pam, are you uh, single people currently? Well, I mean, I have a fake boyfriend. Oh, of course. Of course. Yes, of course. and yeah. I have a tiny wife, but... Mm. So we're all ready to mingle, I guess. Uh, Pam, just out of curiosity, did you take a real boyfriend and change one thing about him to yep. make a fake boyfriend? Yep. Okay. Uh, almost like uh, the way you replace heads on a Lego. I'm sorry for bringing up Lego again, again, Edward. But it just—it was just the perfect uh, 
it's just it's just such a good mechanism on this this object and so yeah much like that you know we dress this person like with different barbie clothes ken doll clothes so pretty much Wow. Well, I think we got something great uh, uh, fermenting here. No pun intended. Uh, whether whether it's called uh, movie tiny wine diorama or wine with a Y or just artistry, I think uh, there's something here. And and if I could lend my expertise in some way, I would really love to be a part of this on the ground floor. And I, I just really hope all of this is not one of Pam's pieces because I want it to be real. Well, I mean... Sivan, I mean, I, I think you have a lovely voice and I think you would be okay. very uh, persuasive for um, our 40 to 50-year-old uh, female demographic. Um, mm. I think uh, they, would, they would probably be throwing thousands of dollars your way. That is the target demo of this po- podcast. Wait, <laughs> Pam, Pam, is this... Is this whole podcast one of your art pieces? Am I... Is this all... Am I... Is, does this go out? Uh, you tell me. Ooh. Oh no! Oh boy! I started the show with an existential crisis, and I'm going to end it with an existential crisis. Uh, that's uh, all the time that we have for the guest portion oh, of the show. Stefan, I was gonna, I was gonna analyze some texts from a, a girl that I'd gone out with a, on a date with uh, months ago, but I, I guess that's uh, can't do that. Uh, why don't you just give us one text? Okay. Uh, not sure. I'm busy. From her. Uh, that was. Uh, that was. Two months ago. Oh, and and what was the text before that? Was it? Do you want to date me? Or no, do it was. In? I just want to be held and hold in return. <laughs> okay, she said, "Not sure. I'm busy." Uh, well, I don't. I'm not. Oh, go. I, please, I am. I'm an expert at uh, word um, manipulation and translation, and uh, that was a very flowery way of saying no. So, <laughs> God. More words, same message, same intention conveyed. Right. Uh, that's well, good thing you've chosen to be single. You don't even have to worry that, about that's it anymore. True. I don't care. Thank you, you very don't, much. You don't care. Uh, uh, thank you so much to Edward and Peter and Pam for all being on the show tonight. Uh, it was a pleasure to talk to all of you, and I'm excited to see how this business grows and develops, and, and I hope that in a number of years we can be the new uh, GameStop. Uh, we're going to take a short break, and we'll be right back after that. Hi, I'm Howard Mitnick, host of Gateway Music. Join me as I talk with people about the artists and albums that changed their lives and about the artists and albums that changed mine. Available on the Upford Network and wherever you get your podcasts. They all kind of work together and also we all had old, old people names. Yeah. Pam, Edward, and Peter. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Old people names. All right, we're uh, we're recording again, and uh, we I did talk about this in the pre-episode discussion uh, before we started recording. So Xander, I hope you're ready with a banger of an answer, but I do want to know if you have ever created a diorama. I I think I have. I no, I definitely have. In in elementary school, I had to make a diorama of a volcano. Oh, for yeah, classic classic yes. project. Yes. Okay. And, and then, was it successful? Did you win the science fair with uh, that wholly original <laughs> idea? <laughs> I think everyone in the class had to make a volcano. So it mm. wasn't really a competition. It was just like a, a vision of our future under climate change. Just volcanoes erupting constantly left yeah. and right. So. And, that, and that's what the teacher wrote in the assignment. Yeah. Provide, <laughs> yeah. Make a diorama of the, the vision of the future, the bleak future. <laughs> oh man. Um I mean Sehar, that uh I'm glad to know there's a heart behind all of these scams that I see every day. I mean there must be, but I learned that apparently there's not. These scam people yeah. hire a group of people who are underpaid and they don't actually care. So Yeah, I mean it's the gig economy and that's the, yeah. that's the gig they get. Um, you ever watch those videos on YouTube? There's that guy who's like a hacker and he, he hacks into the call centers and sees them on video and like describes them as they're talking. No, to him. what? This is a channel? This is a... Yeah, he, uh, he, he somehow has a way. A lot of the like call centers have unsecured networks um, and he does all this research, research to find where they are and he like is able to see their cameras and see their private chats to each other within the company. Okay, I know um, like it's unethical, but is it legal? Or is it what? Ill- is it illegal to do that? I'm sure it's like a gray area. That's stupid. With this gray area business, is 
I do, I do know that I think he always often talks about um, how he he hands over what he finds to like the authorities. So oh. obviously it, it's not illegal enough that he's uh, afraid to do that. Um, like, but it's entertaining. Yeah, I mean, it would people watching is really fascinating. But like scams really oh, appeal to, like I just I don't know the scams that came out of Service Canada this year were insane. Oh. Yeah, that uh, this is the legal department of Service Canada one. Yeah, so. and and they they're like they they're aggressive on the phone. They don't let you hang yeah. up. And then you've got people, you know, the travel ones. If you want to go on vacation and someone calls you, like when I moved to Canada, that's I was like all these things. I would look at my inbox and I'm like, what is a scam and what isn't? My mom gets these because mm-hmm. they literally yeah. it's platitudes that appeal to everybody. Like, are you concerned about your future? Do you want to save money? And you're like. This cannot be a scam. This is speaking directly to me. It's almost like they know who I am. Yeah. So yeah. There's a, a public notice for everyone on the show and everyone listening. There is Google does have a test you can do that shows you emails and oh. you determine which ones are scams and which ones are not. And they they use methods that scammers actually use. And the test is very hard to pass. Wow. Basically, one thing you should always do is if there's a link in an email, hover over the link and check the domain name. That's a key. A key practice. Well, they started doing something via text. Like I got a text being like, your UPS package is uh, is delayed. Yeah, and I'm like, I didn't order yeah. anything from UPS. And I clicked on it. And it oh, o- don't it, do that. No, no, but it opened to like a PPS webpage, like some UPI, yeah. some fake, the worst graphics. Like back in like in yeah. 1999, like the Flash, Flash, whatever. Yeah, Space Jam stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's... Uh, they're just everywhere. And I'm like, why are everyone, Why is everyone doing this? Why is everyone so hungry for money we don't have? Well, people like money. I know. I understand. Uber uh, Eats is expensive. So. <laughs> Uber Eats is definitely, it gets up there yeah. for sure. Uh, Giselle, I want to talk about, uh, well, I, I, I want to know about, are you, are you dating in the pandemic? And also, uh, <laughs> you, can, you can answer that or you can answer the question, uh, you like wine. Okay. Uh, actually, I am. I did meet someone in the summertime. Uh, and it's been, uh, yeah, I, you know, I'm glad that we met in the summer because I mean, mm. our first few dates were like, you know, at a park. Yeah, it's <laughs> much uh, easier. Yeah. And uh, we've managed to make it work throughout all this uh, Great. mayhem. Your uh, dating life, your dating story is based on... Uh, <laughs> hey, are you going to have to help me? Is it Calvin Harris? He's like, and I met you in the summer. You know that song? Yeah. No. Oh shit! I know stuff when I go to Dollarama and they play music, and then I I shazam <laughs> it there. But that's why I'm like I, 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 I know certain tracks, and I get obsessed with them. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, I'm pretty sure that's a real song. Anyway, yeah. Giselle, uh, that's, that's our song. Um, and, and I do like wine. Yes. Okay. Are you are you a wine expert? Do you talk about the the notes of wine? Uh, not unless I want to sound totally pretentious. <laughs> like I have yeah. no idea what I'm talking about. Um, I just know SAQ wine is a lot better than dependent of wine. That is true. That's uh, something I've also come to the conclusion yeah. uh, about. It's great. Uh, I mean, Giselle, while we got you on the on the horn here, uh, weird thing to say, um, I would like to know if you have anything to plug, anything going on, or maybe a uh, you know, movie or a book you liked or whatever you want. Hmm. Um, nothing to plug as of now, unfortunately, but hit me back in about six months and I will. I'm uh, writing a business plan. It's top secret. So I am uh. working away on stuff. Behind. And is it is it fake wine, tiny wine? For uh, <laughs> you will find out. <laughs> I will find out. It might. That sounds very exciting. Big things afoot. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, you know, silver lining from this uh, crazy time. Um, in terms of movies, I'm always blank. Last time you asked me this, I kind of blanked out. But I oh, did yeah. start watching a show called Flight Attendant, which the flight attendant, which I'm kind of enjoying. And yeah. Um. Also, I'm the Kaylee Cuoco film. Yeah, movie. exactly. Uh. Couldn't really stand her at first, but I yeah, actually, I can't either. Yeah, but you know, she's kind of growing on me in this role. But another show I'm about to start, and I want to know if you guys have seen it, is with Nicole Kidman called The Undoing. I have not seen it. I've heard it's I hear uh, good coats. It's a show about <laughs> coats. Oh yeah, the the green one. Yeah. Oh. I am in. Sweet. I'm so. Uh, I've heard it's it's slow and not great. Oh. But, uh, Okay. <laughs> oh damn. All right. Well, we'll see. I'll uh, I'll let you guys know what I think of it. Oh, and I also have a really embarrassing guilty pleasure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know mm-hmm. if you guys watch reality shows. I mean, yeah. I've been watching The Bachelor. Oh, oh sure. No. Yeah. Did you watch that? 
No. I watch it oh. through Lauren uh, Lauren Lapkus, like when she does, she yeah. watches it on Instagram and she does the commentary. Sweet. Okay. I, yeah. I watch that. Yeah, that's how comedy nerds watch. Uh, yeah. Watch reality shows. Is they through talk the, through everything. Yeah, it's it's through the podcast that that talks about the show. <laughs> Uh, Sehar, uh, what do you have anything to talk about? Um, I, I'm just having fun in pandemic, sleeping and napping and freak. So I don't know. I may have something in a few months. I have no idea. Nothing's born yet. Um, I do have to pitch my, the house team that I coach, Manchon Pav. They have their first mm-hmm. show, Feb 5th this Friday. So tune in. I don't right. know where. Uh, Facebook, I think, the event. Um. I I yeah, never know I, what I, to I, say with this. I have, I have nothing else to pay. It's hard. Yeah. It's hard. I'm, I'm sorry for making everyone do this, but if, as I say before, you we've done 45 minutes of feeding my ego, and now it's your turn to talk about your ego. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, when this comes out around uh, February 15th, oh. please go back in time <laughs> and just to get that boot up that time machine and go watch uh, Sehar's Great show. show. They killed it. I mean, the, yeah. yeah, they did. And it, there was a replay and everything, I'm pretty sure. Um, and I don't know, are we giving recommendations? Sure, if you want. Yeah, whatever you want. Okay, it's your time. So this is a recommendation that I was harping on about for like the past year because it was on Amazon Prime. Yeah. Superstore and Superstore is now oh. on Netflix and everyone's like, oh, yeah, Superstore. And I'm like, great, same thing as community that happened. I was harping on community when no one knew what it was. And then everyone found it and everyone was using the Abed memes. And I'm like, great. So I will re harp on about Superstore is the dumbest, funnest show. It's got improvisers in it. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lauren Ash, Colton Dunn, Mark McKinney. Um, just, it's so stupid. And so if you ever worked in service, my God. If you just know humans, yeah. it's just funny. And then I'm, and, and I, when, yeah, and I'm rewatching so when, you, when you say harping on, you mean uh, hyping. No, I meant harping, like like harping like a bird, just constantly nagging people oh, to watch okay. it. Have you seen oh, it? Have you okay. seen it? Have okay. you seen it? Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, um, I just, I bought the first season of Charmed because I was so tired of checking oh. the classifieds for it because no Great one was show. giving it up. Mm. and so i was like i own it because i had it on on my computer but then my computer got wiped and so i was like well i have to own the dvd so. and who's your who do you root for which 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 of the coven do you which is it's a weird question i used to own i i was not like a phoebe fan because i'm like this girl's too nuts for me too crazy and wild prue was too i love prue's clothes but i i think my heart's with piper the middle, She's the middle one yeah. i had a crush on her back in the day oh yeah Alyssa Milano or yeah I think I like her now and I'm watching her I'm like she she has grit she's guts she does what what she does but when I was watching her growing up I'm like wow you are just like too wild like calm down you don't have to go out every night um I've always been a grandma so for Mm. me I was like oh Phoebe um yeah Real, real bold and unconventional of you, Xander, to have a crush on Alyssa. <laughs> no, it wasn't. No, no. Okay. I'm thinking of no, on Holly, Holly Marie. Oh, on okay. Piper. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that was bold and unconventional. <laughs> uh, speaking of, oh, sorry, go, Giselle. No, never mind. Okay, speaking of uh, Xander's bold and unconventional crushes, what do you have to talk about, Xander? <laughs> oh man, there's so much, uh, so many shows and performances. Yeah, it's, that it's are all coming happening. Up, uh, in the summer 2022, I'll be out there <laughs> vaxxed and ready to go. Yeah. Nice. But right now, pretty quiet. We're just gearing up for for all that's to come. Great. Well, when this comes out in the uh, February 15th of 2024, <laughs> uh, please travel back in time. And great see what show. Xander we was killed doing. it. Yeah. Yeah. You really killed it for that whole summer. Uh, great. Awesome plugs. Um, that's that's it for today. Thank you, Xander, Sehar, and Giselle for being on the show. Yeah. Um, that's all for some good friends for another week, and I'll see you next time. Bye. 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 Those were friends, good friends of mine. I talked to them for podcast time. Those were friends.